Hey, this is Charles Van, and you're listening to WithoutYourHead.com. Station of Decapitation Without Your Head. I'm Nasty Neal. I'm joined by Rashad Santiago. And he's got a really cool project, Terror from Beyond Beyond, which we're going to be talking about. Awesome. Yeah. So actually, for people who don't know yet, can you explain to them what uh, Terror from Beyond Beyond is? Well, ter- oh, sorry. <laughs> Terror okay. from Beyond Beyond is a 1950s stylized monster movie uh, that me and my buddies have just come up with the concept and the idea. And uh, it started as a joke, um, and I made it a point to, whenever we came up with ideas, let's just take it all the way through. Let's just take it from start to finish and see if we can make it into an actual project. Um, So rather than trying to shoot a full feature, I figured it'd be a lot easier and more affordable if we did a short. and basically get all the ideas and the whole storytelling aspect in a shorter form. Um, and it's going to be all practically done uh, from the puppet, which is here, the puppet of the, the creature, awesome. yeah. to the actual full creature suit doing miniatures, um, the whole nine. Yeah, that, that creature looks awesome. And uh, I'm, I love like old school stuff. Um, motion and, and monsters and and just the little videos you have up on the kickstarter page are, are tremendous thank you yeah those are just like little samples uh that we have um just to show people like what is going to be done on a much larger scale um and it's been fun you know it's the films that we grew up watching and loved and just trying to make something that's you know i don't really see too many films like that being made no um you see a lot of other films or, you know, zombies or whatever has been taking over now. Uh, but you don't really see too much. Yeah. <laughs> you don't really see too much stop motion. You don't really see too much. Uh, oh, let me t- rephrase that. You do see stop motion, but they're, you know, like the little kid movies. Yeah. Uh, you don't really see stop motion. Hmm? Yeah. You see stop motion modernized. Um, it, it, it's not the style that we, you know, again, grew up with and, and loved. Um, so there's going to be a combination of that with puppetry uh, and suitmation. Mm-hmm. I assume uh, you're a fan of Ray Harryhausen because uh, yes. that's like the king of, of stop motion as far as I'm concerned. Yep. Yeah, I tried to get uh, him on the show many times before he passed away, but it never <laughs> quite worked out. <laughs> yes, we lost a legend. Um, and I only got a little piece uh I don't know how long it took. I know for that clip that I have on the Kickstarter, it took 488 pictures uh, oh, wow. to make that 16 second long cut. But mm-hmm. 
he did whole films doing the back and forth before they even had the modern programs. Now I shot that on my phone. Mm -hmm. Um, but traditionally done, you do it with a camera and you, you know, back and forth and they have remotes now to where you can press the remote, move it, press the remote. But I couldn't imagine doing an entire film like that. Yeah, it's insane. Are, is there any ones that stand out to you, uh, like either creatures or movies, that like, hey, this is something that, that, I, that appeals to me? Um, well, when I first started, uh, it was Godzilla. Uh, the 1954 was the first one that I could remember watching uh, as a kid that I was like, that's one really cool. Because at that point, I was you know, a fan of dinosaurs and dragons and lizards and snakes. And Godzilla was just like this other thing that just looked like it combined all of my favorite things that I like. So uh, that was the first. And then from there, it just kind of snowballed uh, into all the other, you know, it was just, I had to consume every type of monster there was. Uh, so Creature from the Black Lagoon, Wolfman, Frankenstein, uh, The Mummy, uh, and Predator, Alien, King Kong, Jaws, you name it. Just, yeah. I, if it doesn't, if it didn't have a monster in it, it really didn't capture my interest, uh-huh. uh, which is the way I am now. It's got to be some form of beast or, I mean, there's some other ones that slip through there, you know, just because they were interesting. But for the most part, that's where, that's where my love comes from. Yeah. A lot of those are here behind me. I see. Oh, I see them. <laughs> yeah. And I was very happy years ago to have Ben Chapman on the show, uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon, uh, right. for the land scenes. But yeah, and that still holds up, that movie, which actually all that, all that stuff still holds up. But uh, Creature oh, yeah. from the Black Lagoon, I think, is really before its day. Yep. Without him, I was watching a documentary, and the guy was basically saying that without Creature, you know, we wouldn't have had all the other great monsters that we had uh, that followed him. He kind of paved the way for all of them, um, and he's still one of my favorites. Yeah. Do you have a background in uh, in creating the monsters and doing the stop motion? No, sir. Uh, okay. <laughs> they're all things that I watched either documentaries or behind the scenes footage of and just tried it, just tested it out, you know, case mm-hmm. of trial and error many times. <laughs> That's really interesting because I'm friends with a lot of uh, independent filmmakers and a lot of them, you know, didn't go to film school. And a lot of them learned either watching comic, well, listening to commentary tracks or watching mm-hmm. behind the scenes footage on, um, on DVDs, Blu-rays, that kind of thing. Or, you know, now you can go and get, you know, certain types of uh, tutorials on, on, online and stuff. So it mm-hmm. is, it's really weird that you could, you know, learn this stuff. Obviously, you have yeah. to have the talent, too. Well, you know, it, it all stems from a love of wanting to create whatever that thing is that you're passionate about um and i think the fact that you know guys like us we watch so many of these movies there's only a matter of time before you you say to yourself i want to make one of these um and there's so much material out there now uh versus when i first started uh for the younger generations to be able to see how they do this or sign on to youtube and pull up a video of what camera you need or how to set your lighting or what to do afterward to color correct and all these things. So you can get the vision that's in your head out. Do you, do you have a background in, in movie making at all either? Or this is be the first thing you're making. Oh, that's pretty wild. No, uh, my first feature film, uh, beast of the water, um, was just an idea that I had about 
what we're going on, 13, almost 14 years ago. Um, and I kind of developed the story, uh, developed the character and then developed the story. And then I uh, was able to meet some uh, backers, uh, financial backers uh, who are just like the sweetest, humblest people I've ever met. And uh, my buddy uh, had a three picture deal, three film picture deal. Uh, and he made his first film. Um, and he could have done two more, but he decided to bring me on to get one of the movie that I wanted to make made. Um, and then that movie came out in 2019. It was released uh, called Beast of the Water. Um, and after that, I just I was like, I want to I just want to keep this going. I want to keep making things. Yeah. Oh, can people see that somewhere? Beast of, Beast of the Water? Yeah, they can see it on Hulu or they can see it's on Amazon. Uh, they can find it on Amazon. Uh, just type in Beast of the Water. It'll show you all the places that have it. Okay. I'm looking forward to I love the name, too, Terror from Beyond Beyond. It seems like a, <laughs> like an actual title from, you know, back in the 50s or something. Yeah, that's exactly what we're going for. We're going for that feel, you know. Uh, we've got this amazing composer, uh, Cameron Moody. Uh, I don't know if you've checked out the Kickstarter, but there's the, tr the sample track that he made, uh, which just has all that, oh, man, yeah. It's, it sounds like it's from an actual movie from the 50s. He did an amazing job in taking my concept and just making this sample track for it. So I'm really excited to get the footage and, you know, once the Kickstarter is funded, to be able to get the footage to him so he can score the whole movie because that's another big part of yeah. filmmaking. Uh, it, I don't know when's the last time. I think I want to say Tron. It's probably the last movie that I saw that I wanted the soundtrack as well. Um, there's not really many movies now that you go watch and, you know, you're like, man, I, I love the movie. I love the soundtrack. I got to have it. Um, and that's something that I feel is lacking in film. So it'll be cool to kind of spark that in somebody where they not only love the film, but they love the score as well. Yeah. Now, had you worked with him before? No, uh, I did a post on Facebook, actually. I found a composer's group. Um, I let people know that I was starting up uh, pre-production for the film. And um, if anybody had any samples or examples of their work that they thought would work for the film, uh, he emailed me a sample of his track and he nailed it first try. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Now, the the poster is amazing too. The the I don't know who did the poster, but it's fantastic. That is my uh, friend and concept artist uh, Michael Empanet. Uh, he's an amazing artist, two uh, D and three D, and uh, just somebody who I go to mainly for my concept art or just to get something like that done because he just gets it. You give him an idea, and he's able to crank something like that out, uh, which blew my mind and exactly what I wanted. Yeah. So uh, for on the Kickstarter page, what are some of the, um, the things people can get, you know, some of the, uh, the rewards? Well, uh, for the lower tiers, uh, you could get a digital copy of the script, uh, digital character art. Um, uh, I, when you start getting a little higher, you get the digital download for the film um there's a t-shirt there's going to be a terror from beyond beyond t-shirt that is going to be available i'm actually working with um uh elliot fernandez who uh 
is a DC comic artist, or he did work for DC, uh, who's going to be designing the shirt. Um, and that's going to be, I'm going to be releasing that as an update when we get the final look for what that shirt's going to look like. Um, and then when you start getting into the higher tiers, you start getting like um, the DVD or the Blu-ray, as well as uh, props from the set. Uh, there's going to be a 12-inch uh, maquette of the figure, uh, of the, the monster that you can get. Uh, the puppet head is going to be available. And then when you get into like the higher, higher tiers, you get uh, either you can get a copy of the stop motion dinosaurs that are used for that little oh, intro awesome. part. Yeah. Um, a bust of the creature head, uh, executive producer credit, uh, speaking role, those kind of things. So there, it's, it's sprinkled with some goodies. Yeah. And you said there'll also be like a guy in a suit uh, yep. playing some of them. That's um, right up my alley. So is it that, that monster that you, that they have the puppet or is it a different monster? No, it's going to be that one. Oh, wow. I yeah. can't imagine that as a suit because it seems like it's a very long neck. Oh, we, we've got it. We've got it all planned. It's going to be good. Yeah. Do you know who will play the man? Do you want to be the man in the monster, in the suit? Oh, yeah. I got to yeah. be. I, 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 would, I totally agree, of course. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I think that's partly why we got into this as well is to maybe one day be the man in the suit. You hear all these terror stories of what it's like being in the creature suit. Right. And then you're, you're like, um, maybe not so much now. You know. <laughs> yeah. But it'll be something, yeah. you know, and if you're not, you'll regret. You're like, well, why did, why wasn't I the guy in the suit? You know? Well, I could always get in it and crawl around, you know, that, <laughs> that, that'll that's be fun. Just, yeah. <laughs> just to experience just spare for... time, right? Yeah. <laughs> Now, did you, uh, are you the guy who designed the monster, how it's going to look? Yep. Uh, I know uh, my buddy mentioned using uh, a seal for the base form. So uh, I went with a leopard seal for the base and then just started building up on that and trying to change it up in a way where it's reminiscent of a seal, but it, it has some exaggerated features. Yeah. You said it was, took like, it was like, I forget the exact number, 500 and something pictures for like the, the few second clip. Oh, the stop motion? It was yeah. uh, 488 pictures. 400. So how I much like... I never forget that number. <laughs> you should play that in the lottery or something. So <laughs> uh, how, 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 like, uh, how long did that take? Not just taking the pictures, but then to animate and everything. Um, well, luckily, the program that I used on my phone, uh, which is called Stop Motion Pro, I think, uh, it does it for you. You basically oh, wow. take the pictures and it has a playback speed. So, which is anywhere from one to 30 frames a second, it'll play for you. Um, so the actual like record time, I don't know how long it took. Um, mm -hmm. I wish I would have timed myself, but I wasn't thinking I was just all yeah. jazzed up from getting that shot done. Yeah. Um, but I know it took a while because I think for every two to three moves, I was taking one picture. Or, no, for every three pictures, the camera was moving once. I think that was the breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. Plus the time it took to build the track for the dolly, build the track for the dolly, make sure that the lighting was good, make sure. Uh, and uh, the dolly is basically a, a, uh, a platform on wheels. Uh, in this case, rollerblade wheels. Uh, 
that helps you get a smoother shot when you're doing like a panning shot or you want to move your camera from point A to point B. Um, and then we just took some uh, aluminum corners from Home Depot and uh, screwed those into a board so that the camera could roll as smooth as possible. Um, and I really, again, with something like that, I didn't want to get to like 250 pictures and then mess up and have to start <laughs> yeah, it all over. That, would, that so. would suck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do over, but yeah, that would, that would yeah, not be good. I time. was one and done. I just wanted one and done and I got it and it looked great and that was yeah. it. What's the, wasn't there a building destroyed in one of the little videos? Uh, I, yes. You can, I assume they just, you know, the, you can't just rebuild that. I, I mean, you have to build another one, I guess. Well, or does it go um, back together? I don't know. No, 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 no. What that is, is I, I used a, um, here, I'll go grab it one second. All right. So what I did was I used, uh, like these foam mats that you can get oh, from okay. like Walmart. Right. Um, and I made a single side and then I molded that with silicone, which is just this flexible material. And now what I can do is I can pour plaster in here All right. and make plaster copies. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So these just kind of, you know, Put you, me, can, yeah. you put them together and, Make a, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the way it works, you just kind of dremel in some breaks into the back because these are sturdy enough to where they'll hold their shape, but mm -hmm. they won't break uh, in a way that looks uh, believable. So you just kind of dremel the back of them and, and pre-determined spots. Mm -hmm. um, and then when you smash it, it looks more realistic. So if you watch that video again, um, the wall that is, okay, if I'm watching the video, the wall that is like the broad side, mm -hmm. that one I didn't do any dremeling to. Uh, the one that's the far away side, that one did get dremeled. So if you notice that far away wall breaks a lot better than the first one did. But it also deals with your, your plaster ratio and how thick you make it. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of that. It's going to be a lot of fun stuff like that. Yeah. They say it's short, so do you roughly know how long uh, the short will be? Because short can be a couple minutes to a half hour. Um, it's going to be somewhere closer to the, I want to say, 20, 15 to 20-minute mark. Um, uh, we would love to do more, uh, but for the budget that we're asking, that's, most of that is going to be going to the practical effects uh, mm -hmm. of it. So it's pretty much a classic story um, and it's just going to be told in a way to where everything just kind of flows. Um, and the idea is to be able to do this first one and then set the story up for the, another one mm -hmm. where we can potentially increase the budget, maybe ask for double this one. So we'd be able to do more with that other film. Yeah. So well, what would you do with the short once it's finished? Like uh uh, festivals, uh, you know, festivals are kind of weird at the moment. Uh, a lot of them are, yeah. you know, virtual festivals <laughs> put online. What, what, what's, the, what's the plan to do with it? It'd be nice to do festivals once it's done. Mm -hmm. um, 
uh, it won't be released anywhere like on YouTube or anything like that. Uh, mainly because it's a, a, a tier item, you know, people yeah. are paying for this. Right. So yeah, they don't I don't want people to, right yeah. Up there, yeah. I don't want people to be like, well, I could have just waited. I didn't even have to <laughs> donate, you yeah, know? Yeah. So I think potentially festivals potentially get funding to do another part. Uh, but it just depends on how well this first one goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, a short last year at the, and the festivals and a uh, great experience. And uh, yeah, unfortunately right now it, it's what well, main thing I miss is going to the, the festivals or going to the movies in general. Yeah. Just being able to see the talent that's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to one film festival in my uh, career. Um, and it was nice. It was nice to see the, you, when you're there promoting a film, you don't really get to see everyone's that's there, but we did get to see another film that was um, shown at the festival, and it was nice. It was really nice. Yeah, yeah, and it's a good place to uh, uh, to network with other filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, they've got the you know the drinking and the food, the snacks and things like that, and you get to talk to other people and you know meet like-minded folk. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I highly recommend them for, for any, any level. Uh, if you just want to go there and watch stuff, they're great. Mm-hmm. If, uh, like you said, if you're a filmmaker, you can interact and get to know other people and collaborate and, and make something else. So for what, what, whatever you're looking to do. And like you said, yeah. like-minded people, it's everyone who, who likes, uh, I go to a lot of underground film festivals. So a lot of people like weird stuff and yeah, it's, it's good to find other weird people. <laughs> So uh, uh, where is the Kickstarter? You just look up Terror from Beyond Beyond? Yeah, if you go to Kickstarter, um, just type in Terror from Beyond Beyond, or not even the whole Terror, if you just, I mean, the whole title. If you just type in Terror, it's the, one of the first ones that pops oh, up. Oh, very good. Um, I've got a link to it on my Instagram, um, and they should be able to find it uh, relatively easily. Yeah. And, uh, and it's very cool. Honestly, not just you hear the monsters are awesome. As soon as I saw it, I was like, Oh, this is something I dig. And, uh, thank, thank you. people. Yeah. When I, sh- when I shared the poster, everyone was loving the poster on the Facebook. Page. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's just, again, being a fan of it myself and wanting to see, uh, it myself. It's just amazing to be that there are people out there who, you know, like I said, like the same thing and want to see it happen. So, yeah. I'll be sharing it um, after this uh, just so people can be able to find it. Um, and if they could share as well, they don't even have to donate. If they can donate, that's two thumbs up. And if they can share it, that'll be three thumbs up. <laughs> right. Yeah. And like you said earlier, the zombies, like I, I grew up watching zombie movies. They're cool, but enough already. And uh, enough evil clowns. Yeah. Let's have some giant monsters. Let's, uh... There's, there's so much oversaturation of the zombies. Everything's uh-huh. like World Z this or zombie that. And and I feel like that that all started happening after The Walking Dead. I guess people were trying to capitalize on the zombie thing, but it just gotten out of control now. Um, and uh, you don't really see, I mean, Godzilla was the last mm-hmm. giant monster thing. I mean, I saw Underwater not too long ago and, spoiler alert for anybody watching Uh um now's the time to plug your ears did you see it yes yeah okay i mean for what i mean it was only a giant monster that lasts like what five minutes of the film yeah yeah. so it's basically cthulhu at the the end of the movie but yeah it's it's a very long build to the to the monster it's a it's and you don't really get to see it it's shrouded in darkness most of the time and it's like why do you why do they keep doing this in hollywood it's like 
I I agree. When you go, when you see a monster movie, you want to see the monster. You want to see the monster, and uh-huh. you know you got to see the small ones. I'm actually going to take my headset off here because I got to charge my phone. All right, no problem. So hopefully, it doesn't mess with the audio. Yeah, I'm wearing my Godzilla shirt, by the way, for the interview. Are Are you going to get your audio? Uh, yeah, it's all good. You hearing yourself is going to be all. Oh, oh no, no, I'm not hearing the feedback. I see what you're saying. Yeah. No. Oh, okay, perfect. But yeah, um, you go to these movies because you want to see the monster and. You don't even see it to the last five minutes, and when you see it, it's just like, oh, that was. Uh, yeah, I mean I that might as well that, that might as well have been a short because uh, you know it's a bit it's uh, yeah it could have been five minutes you're like you're like oh, okay cool <laughs> you would you would have gotten the whole idea in five minutes because um, right. it didn't really do anything that we haven't you know seen before as yeah. well as I mean again I feel like that was just something I could have watched on TV. Like a made-for-TV kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I was not a uh, – I can't say it's a bad movie, but I was not a huge fan. Yeah, it was entertaining. Was, you, know, mm-hmm. it, you know, I didn't feel like I shouldn't have watched it, but I, I just – at the end, I was just like, you know, I was expecting a little bit more from it. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think, think of, like, the best the, – the last, like, uh, big monster movie that, that I really liked. Like, um, I'm not really – I'm sure there's something, but it's, it's – I actually like the new Godzilla movie, but – uh, I like the monsters in the new Godzilla movie, not so much the uh, the, the people in, in it. But uh. I, I, f- I feel like uh, the, the only thing I will say it was much better go. watching it on IMAX and on the big screen uh, at home. When I tried to watch it again, it's, it was not the same experience. So we're we're gonna we're gonna tread into some dangerous territory. I don't want to lose any fans by giving my opinion on on. Uh, how I felt about those movies. Um, and we'll just leave it at, you know, I just have, you know, no hope for this third one that's coming out. Uh-huh. Uh, I've given up all hope. And until, you know, I'm able to get the budget to make that kind of movie. Um, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> on to the bigger, you know, positive, happy thoughts. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to there's a it's a really fun uh, uh small uh very small budget. Um it's either Queen Crab or King Crab and it, it's it's a giant crab uh movie and it's done in, in stop motion. It's a very fun movie. It's a you know, really no budget movie, but it came out when a few years out? ago. Just a few years ago. I had the, the director on, but uh, I really liked it. Like it was just a really throwback. Uh, with just a really big crab that stopped Osha going around eating people in the houses and stuff, or over you know, attacking houses. But okay, uh, I'll I really have to check it. that out. Yeah. It sounds. Uh, it was fun, you know. It's just a fun movie. That's almost like uh, they did that movie. When did that movie come out? Um, Stung. Did you see Stung? Stung. I don't think so. Is that the one where the up here? <laughs> I imagine the wasp are stinging people, and then bigger wasps grow inside them and break out, and then oh it, no, I've not seen that. Had some really cool practical effects um, in it. Uh, that was entertaining. That one was fun. Um, but I don't know. I don't think there's anything coming up that you know. Yeah. I don't, the, the, most productions are shut down now, so. I mean, there's nothing out there that we actually wanted to see or that I actually yeah. want to see. Yeah. There's a crawl, not necessarily giant monster, but giant alligators or crocodiles. Oh, the alligator movie? That was yeah. fun. Yeah, that was that fun. Was fun. Yeah. When you get to the, 
doing like alligators or sharks or when you leave it in the realm, that's almost like a bait. Did you see bait? No. That- it's like a deep blue sea, but in a convenience store. Oh, okay. No, no, I've not seen that. I can't remember the year it came out, but if you look it up, uh, I think it was called bait, but it was very similar premise that there's flooding or something like that, an earthquake or a hurricane and it floods this convenience store and there's like sharks swimming around the parking lot and it's got oh, okay. some practical elements and some uh, computer generated elements as well. It was very entertaining. Yeah. It was cool about Crawl too, just personally, because um, the guys who wrote that, the Rasmussen brothers, are regulars at my local festival, the uh, Boston Underground Film Festival. So it was really cool to see, you know, uh, local guys that I've met, you know, uh, get like a really big Sam Raimi produced movie out. So that was cool to see. Nice. I would be any good in that situation. I would have just went to the highest possible room in the house and just stayed there yeah. as long as I could. Yeah, I this didn't dawn on me, but I've had people tell me is, uh, who live in Florida that Florida doesn't have a basement, so the movie didn't make sense to anyone who actually lives in Florida. But I was like, oh, 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 <laughs> oh they, they you get the people who are, they just they get all technical on it, <laughs> right? I'm like, I don't think uh, it doesn't really matter to my. Uh, I don't well, really watch a monster movie a, for total realism, I guess. That's what happens when you get a good movie. You get the people who nitpick. Mm-hmm. We do the same thing. We're like, ah, uh, that movie was amazing. But, I mean, do Florida houses have basements? <laughs> right. <It's> like, right. <laughs> uh, I guess it depends what you're looking for in a movie. But it didn't, yeah. I don't live in Florida either. So. I didn't know we were watching this movie for <laughs> architectural accuracy. Right, right. It's totally ruined for me now. <laughs> the I, film is The giant alligator movie. <laughs> it's it's rend. They uh somebody was telling me about um how they went to go watch uh Superman was it Superman Returns? I think it was Superman Returns. And uh basically the the whole time they're watching the movie, everybody is quiet, enjoying the film. And there was one shot where, you know, the guy walks up to him point blank and shoots him in the eye and the bullet like bounces off and nothing happens. And they said the guy behind them was like, like vocally announced how like, oh, come on. Like that wasn't believable. Uh-huh. And it's like, here's a man flying around picking <laughs> things up that no person should be just all this that, stuff that, is believable, but that right. was the one thing that that's happened. That's where he draws the line, right? <laughs> you cross the line. <laughs> Everything else was totally <laughs> The crypt, kryptonite and uh, yeah. the laser fact beams out of his eyes. He survived the collision with the earth, and he's a baby, and he's strong. None of that stuff mattered. But the uh-huh. fact that he got shot point blank in the eye and nothing happened. Uh-huh. I saw the same thing on uh, Game of Thrones this year when the dragons like blew up the castle. And I saw people on Facebook, they were like, dragon breath would be hot enough to like melt the uh, stone or something. And I'm like, like at this point, is that what you're really worried about? And yeah. how do you know this? For the, for the, are you a scientist on, uh, dragon, on dragon fire? I don't know. That's when they just started because they don't have anything else. <laughs> they have no ammo, so they make up their own ammo. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's the internet, though. Uh, the internet's yeah. Uh, usually, every something is either the greatest thing that you've ever seen, or like mm-hmm. you've totally wasted your life. Why? There's there's no middle ground. No one's like 
that was pretty good or that, that wasn't so great. It's either the best or just the absolute worst thing they've ever seen. Yeah. But uh, anyway, Terror from Beyond Beyond, where can you follow that besides uh, – you said it was on your Instagram, but what is your Instagram? It is at Rashad Santiago, so they can see – can they see me? They Are can people going to be able to see me? Yeah. So right there, it's on my shirt, holding it up for a couple seconds, just at that name, Rashad Santiago. You should be able to find me on Facebook, on Instagram. We haven't done a Terror from Beyond Beyond page yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I should. I think I'll hop on that and uh, make a Terror from Beyond Beyond Instagram page um, that has a link to the Kickstarter, and mm-hmm. people can just follow and enjoy the journey with us. Very cool. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing more from it and seeing the movie. And uh, I will probably uh, once the shirts are available, I uh, I will uh, donate some to to get this made and wear a very cool shirt. Awesome. Thanks, dude. Yeah, you're welcome. No, it really is cool. Not to see here. When when I saw it, I was like, this is definitely something that I'm into. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely uh, going to be pulling every trick out of the hat we can with this one. Um, I would love to incorporate as much as we could can with the budget that we're, we have. Um, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. Cool. Well, I appreciate you coming on. It's been a lot of fun. Not a problem. Thank you for having yeah. me. And I'll uh, talk to you soon. Yes, you will. Have a good day. You too. Bye.
Must show my face Just to make the human race These are your fights 